see, young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. No. <laughs> hey everyone, Grassroots Podcast. As always, be sure to hit the noti notification button. Be notified for latest to the greatest episodes. Um, also, be sure to sign up for our Discord, where again we talk about everything cool and Poppington. Is that still a thing? Popping? Like, can you say that? No. Wait, no, Poppington? You? Oh, Wait, you said Poppington? You just yeah, Poppington. <laughs> still valid yeah well yeah it's still valid i think so um yeah definitely so uh definitely uh check that out i am one of the hosts brandon killabitch all i'm aaron ashley simon you know poppington in these streets mm-hmm. i'm regular nas aka lex diamonds <laughs> i'm wilson <laughs> <laughs> oh we're delirious as hell i feel like there's just like i yeah. feel like it's been so hard i feel like i don't know it feels like it's a rea- like things are real but then they're not real i don't even know what to think anymore i didn't even make yeah. sense right then but that's how i feel right now <laughs> it made perfect sense um i think i think that makes perfect sense i think everyone is dealing with everything just weird like there's there's a lot going on it's it's weird to or it's i guess i don't know i don't, I don't know it's, it's just weird times we're in right like but do you do you guys feel like things are changing in a, in a sense or do you feel like it's getting worse mm, interesting is it changing I think change is coming. I don't know if it changed already. Okay. I don't know, man. It's, that's an interesting question, man. I would have to ponder on that a little bit more. I think, I think okay. that we've gone too far to have uh, one of those big fall-offs. Like, we've done too much now. Yeah. You know I'm saying? Like, this can't disappear or get replaced by something, by a new shiny object. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I agree. I agree. I think that right now it's hard to kind of measure change because right now the the initial response and the initial reaction it's like everyone across the board has been making it but that also means the the the, the fake people are making it too. So for me it's like this is a this is a longevity thing. So I'm curious to see like in phase 2 what that change looks like because i for me it's like there's some people you can tell that i've just not been sincere you could tell they haven't been sincere Mm -hmm. about it like Mm there have been certain influencers that all they did was they posted one like black photo dark black photo and they're like oh yeah black lives matter and then like that's it um but there are some people that who have been putting their money where their mouth is but this is the initial stage so I feel like there's gonna be change, but I don't know. Like, I can't quite identify with certain people. Like, who, which ones are more sincere than others? Just because certain companies have been uh, not uh, historically, or have more recently, haven't really been uh, doing things. Like, for example, Ben and Jerry's have. They've always protested. They've always spoken out about stuff. So mm-hmm. I know Ben and Jerry's is one of the one of the companies that are really putting their money where their mouth is. But some of the other ones, it's like. Mm, I'm not going to jump the gun yet. I don't want to jump the gun, but and there's some of them where I'm like, okay, this is clearly stupid. Like holding eight minutes of silence on social media to bring awareness to what's going on. Like that's stupid. I'm sorry. That's just stupid. <laughs> um, so I semi agree with you. Um, I do think though that um, I think change is, is coming. I kind of agree with Nas. I don't know how I feel about it yet. I think that, um, I think something has changed, right? Like, I think the climate is different, um, even given the fact that this is one of the biggest, um, pretty much one of the biggest protests or stands that we've had in, like, history where all 50 states, right, where has is involved. And I think that that speaks volumes. I, I just don't... I, I'm worried about the fall-off. I'm worried that people will will take their foot off the gas and not really 
keep it going because I feel like we're 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 doing something. I don't know what, but something is happening where I feel like we're we're being heard a little differently. We also had other countries uh, participating in protests. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's different. I believe. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, right. We have record labels that are are also uh, in the midst of that. So. Uh, for those that don't know, Republic Records uh, bans the term urban uh, within the label and calls for an industry to follow suit. Um, so what do, you, what do you guys think about that? Now, I had a good conversation with somebody about this, um, trying to give like a different side of it. But I want to hear what you guys think. Do you think this is good or bad that Republic is now removing the genre title urban and then including it in the rest of their music? I have a question. I guess to add on to that question, also, do you feel like that move is kind of how like people are like, oh, when 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 certain individuals are like, oh, I don't see color, like I see everyone, you know? Do you feel like that is 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 something along the lines of of getting rid of the urban term? So the, are they just Republic is just going to incorporate hip hop music with regular it is going to categorize it as regular music they're not going to, is that yeah. is that what is that what they're saying pretty much in in a nutshell is that rather than it being called urban music or or hip hop they're going to put it into one big genre with the rest of all of the music that they house so let's say for example it would be like so let's say for example it would be like techno just just out of you know just for whatever because i can't think of another example but let's say it's techno techno within house r&b hip-hop pop soul and everything else does that make sense so everything yeah. so everything's gonna go under techno no, no not under t- <laughs> <laughs> no he's saying like how like they have like quote unquote the urban section or like the urban department and instead of having ur- urban department like how techno has pop influence or have R&B influence. So instead of putting exactly. it under the urban department, they'll put it under, like if it has R&B influence for techno, it'll, it'll be like techno R&B. If it's like uh, pop with hip hop, it'll be like pop hip hop. Instead of having like these very distinct, like quote unquote, like they say, the urban influences, instead of having yeah. that be under one, like that one uh, identified measure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What do you guys think? I think if, if everybody if everybody's under the same umbrella, then I'm okay with it. But if you if Republic has, you still got country music over here, and you still have rock music over here, mm-hmm. then hip hop and rap needs their own section. I don't like the appeasement. I re- I really I really don't. I don't like no. the. Well, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, my fault, my fault. Yeah, I, don't, I just say I don't, I don't like it. I don't like. Oh, let me let me just. Oh, yeah, don't worry. We're gonna get rid of the urban. Nobody. Say no, keep it. It's just like when people say, I, "I don't see color." No, you need to see color. You 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 have to see color. It's if you act on it. If you're making a judgment call based on seeing the color, yeah. if you don't see mm-hmm. color, you're lying to me. So now, yeah. I, go ahead. No, I'm going to say in, in part to what you're saying. The 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 weird thing to me is you're still going to have all the music that still has the N word in it and everything. Have any of you guys ever been offended by the term urban? Um, slightly. So here, here was my thing. Here was my take on it. Um, I feel like urban just in general has a negative connotation to it. I feel like anytime you think urban, you think, uh, minorities just because it's been drilled into us just because of how we're portrayed in media and just in, in, in culture. Right. Yeah. I like, I like that that is being, uh, redacted, I'll say. I don't know how it affects us because even as I was talking with someone, they, the, I'm look, I looked up, we looked up, you know, urban and it says uh, urban music, the music that mostly originated from black people, but is now listened to by a wide audience. It includes a number of genres within it, hip hop, R&B, soul, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I don't know if that, I don't know if this pigeonholes artists that are that that make hip hop music or or whatever hip hop centric records, or if it will open us up to a new audience. Like, I, I'm I'm wondering if this will make it easier for artists to cross over. That's what mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Or or will this or will this pigeonhole artists long term just because while they're they're trying to have this sort of uh, 
equality within their label, I don't know that that really helps artists long-term, depending on the structure, because so, we don't even know what the structure is. Yeah, so, so, I, I think that's the most important thing is the structure, because I, I'm kind of along the lines with what Nas was saying. Like, yes, we should we should get rid of that term, but we also need to ourselves, uh, or at least the labels need to figure out to still pay respect to hip-hop and pay respect to Black artists and not have it be mm-hmm. like, kind of like along the lines where I mentioned, where it's like, oh, you know, we're not going to, because it, 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 getting rid of urban, I think that word obviously has like a stigma to it, a, a negative stigma, but also mm-hmm. it you getting rid of urban, it's it feels like, you know, when someone's like, oh, you know, I don't I don't see color anymore. Like, no, we still have to identify the triumphs and the struggles that people as black artists and hip hop acts have been been going through for history. I mean, now hip hop is the most popular genre. So it's a way of structuring it where they can still get their acknowledgement and still get the attention and not be lumped on, like completely lumped under like, you know, if it's like te- uh, techno or some other genre, uh, but <clears throat> allowing it to be labeled where uh, there won't be this this viewpoint where it's like, oh, if you're, because you know how if you identify under urban, like for example, Lil Nas X, you, we see so many crossovers of country into hip hop or rock into hip hop. But then anytime there was like hip hop or anything of that nature or quote unquote urban, it was like, Oh, you can't, you can't do that. Like little nonsense. You can't do this country route. Like you, like I think that finding a term that will allow them to still cross over into other genres and not have a distinct um, definition. Uh, and so it will allow black artists to, to go out to try different things and not be pigeonholed, but also still having a structured terminology will allow them to be identified for the crafts they develop and uh, hip hop being identified for what it's done historically. Okay, well, I agree. <laughs> I'm with it. <laughs> no argument out of me on that one. <laughs> yeah, I th- I, but, but I think I get the. I don't know if there's anybody out there who was confused as I was during this conversation. But so now that they could be uh, put underneath techno, right? Instead of being grouped inside of just under urban. Now, when people search for stuff like techno or country music, these black artists could be found. Correct. Uh, I, at least, at least that's what I'm thinking that they'll do. And my, and I don't, I don't know. Again, only thing that they've said is that they're removing the word urban from their yeah. vocabulary and vernacular. So I don't know whether, in, in a perfect world, that's how I think it, it should work out. Especially if if this is, if this is really truly for, um, you know. Uh, black artists or, or artists within um, urban, I guess, genre that was once an urban genre, this should be something that they're trying to do. But again, I know how um, I know how labels are, right? And I know how the, the music industry is. So uh, yeah. it's one of those, those those fine print things I think we're going to have to pay attention to as so, time gets closer to, to what they plan on doing. So are they still going to allow their records to be sold in Urban Outfitters? <laughs> <laughs> This guy. I mean, I can't. How long were you sitting here thinking about that? How long were you sitting here thinking about that? No, no, just be honest with me. How long were you sitting here thinking about that joke? The moment moment this topic started, just be honest. Just (laughs) once, please. Just tell me, please. Urban Outfitters, the name crossed my mind. I didn't know how I was going to lay it down. Yeah, I know. I know. I figured. At least you're honest. At least you're honest. That's fine. He definitely looked at our rundown and was like, oh, I got a good one today. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to spice it up with this one. But another part that I think that's super important with this change is that they also are going to be looking to remove the word from employee titles. And I think that's super important because even when we look at other industries, you know, obviously there's, there are these, uh, hiring, uh, implicit biases that happen or implicit biases that we look at when we see, you know, a black person who, who works in the urban department, right. Uh, that it was formerly known as, Uh, but I think this will help to also, highlight and show these uh, uh, black employees in different spaces that typically people won't assume that they're in, you know, I feel like not having that urban title associated with their, with their job descriptions will allow them. Like, for example, they have an act that wants to get into techno. Like if they look at an employee's uh, title and it's like, Oh, urban, blah, 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 blah. There's already an implicit bias that will come with that. I think that removing that tile is going to help with furthering and improving um, not only integration of those into different areas that people don't assume black people are going to be in, uh, but also it's going to uh, assist with o- the overall implicit biases that we've seen in hiring practices that have to get improved just all across the board. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think what you're talking about is very accurate, but then that means we would have to have a seat at the table and have a conversation at the seat at the table. Like, that's my thing. The yeah. way that this all breaks out, who, who, who is now, who is now going to be the, the catalyst to, to say how, uh, urban music is now classified in whatever this new structure that uh, that they're coming out with. I, I, I'm hoping that the right people are at the table. I'm hoping that it, it, it looks to be something that makes sense, not something that, again, will stifle artists long-term. So, so can, can I ask you guys this? So they're removing mm-hmm. the word urban, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're removing that. That's mm-hmm. great. Now, if they were to take it a step further, and say, we're no longer releasing records that have the N-word in it. Okay. Do you think that there, there would probably be backlash of people saying, oh, you can't, you can't limit uh, what the artists could talk about, like this, that? Wouldn't that I, I be kind of weird? If, it, it, but wouldn't that be kind of weird as Black people if we fought for the right to say the N-word? Because it would well, have... If we fought for it? Because if, if, if they said we're no longer going to release or allow our artists to release music with the N-word, since we're cleaning okay. the shop, we're cleaning the house here, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be, because you know black people would fight for that, right? You know we would. Uh, I'm 50-50 on that. I'm, I'm seeing, if you notice, there hasn't been a lot of music coming out that's been graphic or anything that is of, of ratchet nature outside of uh, uh, this guy, 6 9 right? So outside of that, there's nothing else that's really, really come out that is that has been uh, a turn up esque type of music. I'm also seeing a lot of people saying, yo, I'm happy that our artists, especially in this in this climate that we're in, they're not out putting out music like that because it's feeding a negative narrative. Um, so I don't know if, if people would be that mad about removing it or or or, or uh, muting it or banning it. I, I don't I don't know. Now, do I do I know some black folks that still use it? Do I slip up at times and say, it? of course, I think that that's just because we've grown up a certain way and, and, and it's about breaking bad habits. Right. But I do think that there are some people that are going to come and say, no, I'm, I'm not removing shit. This is my language. <laughs> and, and, and I've been talking like this forever. Um, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's a little weird, right? Once you start moving words, because, because yeah. of your moral standpoints, yeah, but now, but where, where you, do your morals stop, is what yeah, I'm saying. Right. But now you, you trample on constitutional rights, my, my freedom of speech. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, that's, that's, what I'm, that's it's such a thin yeah, line with this. All, all, all I'm saying is you're saying that your company's taking a stand against something. No. No. Well, no, but then you would have to do that across the board. So then, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna say, okay, you know, black artists can't say the n word anymore, then you also have to say, okay, so country artists, there's certain things that you guys talk about, you can't longer talk about. You can't talk about adultery or 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 some of these other uh, uh, nuances conversations you guys have in your music. So Mm -hmm. you're gonna have to then go through every single genre and say you guys can't uh, talk about that. Because if then if you're just focusing on just the black artists and the N word, yeah. you're still you're still having that marginalization conversation with them specifically. You're only focusing on just black artists when you should be focusing on a whole. I mean, look, even on Re- Republic Records, right? Ariana Grande, they have Drake, The Weeknd, Taylor Swift, right? Okay, then you know if you're going to be addressing Drake, The Weeknd, or certain other people in terms of okay, no longer no longer the N word, no longer uh, referencing drugs or anything, then you're going to have to do the same thing for for pop and for rock and for all those other genres because there are certain imagery and presentations, even in some of the music that they have, that can be viewed as not negative connotation or negative representation. Mm-hmm. Right? You, mm-hmm. That's what it goes to what Nas was saying in terms of constitution, constitutional constitutional uh, uh, First Amendment rights, and then also addressing if you're going to be addressing black artists then you have to address artists across the board in all genres agree but then, i agree but, well, hold on. i mean all, i mean all i'm saying though is they're, they're clearly reacting to what's going on right now in the news right, right? okay they're clearly reacting to that so mm-hmm. they so they so they made a a moral racial stance they took they took a stance right mm-hmm. don't you find it kind of weird that they took a stance against that but then something else <laughs> the n-word that pops up in all the music which which i'm not offended by but if you're going to take a stance against one word because of something why stop there like well, do, i guess do, do you really this, care this, like do you really 
Do you really care? I, think, I, I hear you, but I think I think people have to take this into consideration. Number one, I, and I keep trying to remind people, right? Number one, we've never dealt with this before. This is the first time in 50 years where something like this has happened, where the whole world has gone up in flames to protest for one man's murder, right? It sparked a bigger conversation. That's one. Two is that this is all happening in a pandemic. <laughs> like no one, no one again has the right way to go about maneuvering throughout all of this, right? And then you then have the riots. Add that on top of it. So now you're feeling pressure from minorities, the black community, now even white folks, right? Like everyone is now up in flames about this. So as a company that, and you're already struggling within um, this, this COVID climate, right? You're, you, I think naturally you start to think of ways to either help or stop whatever it is you, that you're doing from a business perspective. And I think that Republic Records took the stance of saying, uh, I think they took the stance of of listening to our voice saying, hey, if you're if you're quiet, um, that's still a part of the problem. Right. Like speak up, say something, acknowledge what is happening. And I think that this is where this was their way to pretty much say, hey, we're acknowledging it now, whether it's right or wrong or not, whether whether it, it stifles like we keep saying that shit is it's, it's a whole nother monster. It's a whole nother thing. Yeah, so, I want to go back real quick to. When, when Aaron said before about uh, Ben and Jerry's, right, supporting mm. Black Lives Matter. This they is had same a, they had a fire dunk that just came out, too. Yeah, but, but this is the same company that has factories and businesses in, you know, occupied Palestine, right? They, they're still, so you're still, you're for, you're against this oppressor, but you're for this oppressor. So you're, you're working with Israel in that sense, and it's like, well, these are occupied territories, but I'm still going to support Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is a fight against the oppressor. We're being oppressed with, we can't be heard. You're telling them my life doesn't matter. But on the other hand, you say, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll support you on that. But I don't care about these Palestinians. I don't care about their struggle. So it's kind of, these companies are playing games, you know? And it's just, it's a weird time that we live in. So how do we address that then? Because... I would say every company is, for the most part, every uh, Fortune uh, 500 company definitely has something that they're not doing right in ter- like in terms of that, right? Mm-hmm. So how do we how do we then address that, and how do we change that then? It it start it starts with us. It starts in the meetings that we have. It starts it starts with how we handle ourselves moving forward, given everything that's now on the table. Right? It's almost like if you're a cop and you're sitting in in one of those uh, TV investigation rooms, and all of the evidence is laid out on the table, and you're looking at the person, and two of the mugshots looks exactly like this person. You have all the information you need. Do you move forward, or do you just act like you don't see it? And that's the key to it, right? Like even when speaking with brands, I've been very direct, uh, direct with a lot of the brands that I'm speaking with on where my stance is, what what I represent, and as, and as well as what my community represents. And if you're on board, great, love you, I appreciate you. If you're not on board, hey, listen, I still love you and appreciate you, but this is not going to work. Like you have to start having those uncomfortable conversations just because it's, it, I think it's, it's necessary at this point. I don't, I don't believe that you have to be militant. I don't, I don't think that every conversation has to be aggressive and, and so uh, abrasive where it's in your face, right? Because again, you want people to be receptive to the message that you're trying to have resonate with them. But I also still think that the conversation just in itself needs to be had. I think when, when those conversations are had, it, it helps both, both sides, right? Like I've spoken to people that have, off, that have come out and said, hey, Brandon, look, I'm just checking on you. I, I'm, I don't know how to approach this conversation, but I, I, I love you. That's all for me. That's all I need. Like, I, I'm not asking for you to go and put your life on, on the line. And, and, and you know what I mean? But don't, 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 don't not acknowledge it, I think. Don't don't Where, acknowledge it. That just help. That just hurts more. Well, I want to I want to answer Aaron's question real quick. With uh, I don't know. I think that's a moral question, right? That where like where do we draw the line when, with these companies? Like you know, we'll, mm-hmm. we have to. Well, what's the answer? Well, we have to restructure mm-hmm. our whole morality compass. I want to know. <clears throat> maybe I'm wrong. And say, maybe you know, maybe I'm just playing devil's advocate. But where's this ferocity and energy when it's us killing us? 
well, okay. So here, so here's the thing, right? Let's 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 move on to the next topic real quick, because that that kind of segues into it. So, do we see do we see that um, NFL? Uh, well, there's a bunch of NFL stuff going on between Drew Brees' statement of uh, of uh, and that craziness. <laughs> we can we can get into that. We can get it. We can get, we can get we can get into Roger Goodell um, finally owning up and saying, "Hey, we're, we uh, I apologize, but." Uh, where, where, where would y'all like to start? Let's I mean, start we with Roger. Businesses. Let's start with yeah, Roger. Let's start with Roger. Because that, so, was, that was a little bit of a half-ass apology. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, so, so, so let's get into it, guys. So for those that don't know, Roger Goodell, um, he went on record, and he's obviously with the NFL. He went on record and saying, hey, look, um, during the whole Callan Kaepernick situation, they were wrong. They fumbled and dropped the ball. They should have kneeled with, with Cap, like we've all been saying, right? Um, if I'm keeping it all the way a buck, all the way, all the way a buck, I look at this again 50-50. Everything is 50-50 right now because every, you just don't know. You don't know, right? I look at this 50-50 because, number one, to, to Aaron's point, I think that that was probably the worst ownership statements I've heard in quite some time from someone that have that that is kind of – made it a little bit difficult. He is the same person that can speak to owners and, and, and talk to a lot of the players unions and try to get a better understanding of what's happening. It took for this to happen. Think about it. It took for this to happen for him to finally come out and say, Hey, we were wrong. That's one. Two is it's very convenient that you're coming out now and saying that. If I'm if I'm Roger Goodell, I am coming out and saying it. Why? Because this is the perfect opportunity to clean up my brand, clean up the NFL. The majority of my of the NFL is 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 made up of minorities, I believe so, or a good portion, right? Let let me try to fix this now. Let me get in back of this. It could is if this is genuine, great. If it's not, I, I don't know, but it just it it could have been it sh- it shouldn't have taken uh, someone else. Uh, in all of these other videos and protests for, for this guy to come out and, and, and just take ownership. But I'll take the ownership, though. I, I'm big on ownership, so I'll take it. Mm. So, uh, Chris, Mark, this you might want to clip out some of this stuff that I'm about to say. Uh, <laughs> as far as Brandon goes, uh, being half and half, in my opinion, we kind of got to take this apology 100%. Because we've been fighting for the NFL to change. Right. We've been fighting for it. So then when we finally get that admission of guilt, we got to embrace that wholeheartedly. Like we can't like we can't like be like, I don't know. You guys were taking too long and this, that. That's my opinion. Let me get number two. I want to I want to address your number one when you finish. Just in case Chris has to cut this out. (laughs) Do do we do we give the do are we going to give the riots any credit? Do you think that this do you think that this would have happened? Without the destruction and chaos? No, no. There we no. go. I think, well, I'm not going to say destruction and chaos. I'm saying the protest uh, you in, in general. I'm talking about disruption, disruption. And okay. back to your first point, just because someone says that they are, are, are apologetic does not mean that that changes the behavior. Coming from the nothing. NFL, all, though? All, it doesn't matter. So what? That's all crazy. of All of the... It's not crazy. All no. of the companies are going on and saying, hey, we're, we're, we're sorry. Hey, we get it. We... This is good timing. Yeah, Why did this N- happen? The, the, the NFL is a little different. <coughs> no, it's no, it's not. not. No, the, the it's NFL, not. The it NFL. started with them. No. It started with them. If, if there's a it started face, with them. Hold on, hold on. If, if there was a face for the company that is most uh, against uh, the black movement or whatever, probably the NFL. <laughs> but it, it's probably it's probably but also, the NFL. But think about it too. The NFL, just like other leagues, aren't really making money right now. Like no, 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 no. no. Mean, but, the, but, but the NFL very... was the most vocal against st- about acknowledge not acknowledging police brutality. They were the most vocal. But also, the NFL is very vulnerable as a business right now because they're not profiting the same manner that they did before. And and yep. right now, a lot of companies are vulnerable in certain capacities. So that's why I think that's also part of the reason why we're seeing a lot of companies speak up that haven't spoke up before is because we've been hit in such an economic front and they don't want to take any more hits. Now, the problem with this too is great. You said all this, but it's like, how are you, you you apologize for, for your behavior, but yet you haven't fixed or solved the behavior that you're apologizing for. Like you haven't publicly apologized to Colin Kaepernick. 
because what he's kneeling for, what he knelt for is exactly what these people are protesting for. So you can't wholeheartedly uh, uh, support a protest if you did not support someone who peacefully was kneeling for the very thing that these people were protesting. It is, that is a, it's a hypocritical statement. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I'm, I didn't, I'm, I didn't, I'm, I didn't I'm, see how he's over there playing 3D chess. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't note the, the underlying treachery from the, uh, from the, uh, you know, the apology or whatever, but I'm going to make a call. I bet you Cap gets a job next season without a tryout. Nope. Nope. No. He ain't, he no ain't coming Chris, back. No Chris, way. mark no this way. right now, because in the no future way. episode, we're going to be like, oh, we need to look back for that episode. Make your job easy. Nah. It's right here. <laughs> mark this time right here. End this day. <laughs> make, it, make your job easy. <laughs> this is it. Cap, this is like, Cap and Nick gets a job. No tryout. He's not. Nah, I don't. I, nah, nah. He's no. four again, four, again, just moves, and, and they yeah, may change. Be, and, and the NFL, in all fairness, they may change. They hired Hove. Listen, listen, let me be clear. Even with all of what the NFL is doing, they're not going to take a chance on someone like Colin Kaepernick that started this whole shit. For him, he is an issue, he's a problem. <laughs> But now it's a money. Do you really do? Do you, do you really think that they wanted to acknowledge this honestly? Who, like, if they, who, if it's how long has Cap been out of a job? Can we look this who, up? How long has he been out of a job? Who, who's not buying that jersey? Who's not when buying Cap, what? Who's Cap? When, when Cap Cap's comes jersey? Back. What do you mean? Who's not Cap's buying not that? Coming back, I mean, but look, they brought they brought back the Eric Reed coming. came back and he's still getting problems. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, yeah, but he's kind of like the sidekick. Cap is Batman. He literally, they, they he back literally called out the NFL. He literally called out yeah. the NFL recently yeah, the with the apology. Yeah. January yeah, 1st, 2017. January 1st, 2017. That's what y'all telling me right now? Think about it. It took for all of this other stuff to happen for them to come on board. Yeah, I'm not rolling. I'm not rolling. I'm not rolling. Mm. It took for this long? Think about it. We in 2020. You're now just understanding that it was never, it was about police brutality. It was about uh, black people and minorities being targeted. You're just now seeing that after ample amount of examples. I am not rolling. I know business. <laughs> I know marketing. I know rebranding. I know cleanup jobs. I know when, 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 when it's mosh. <laughs> so, so Cap wouldn't be the greatest cleanup job of all time? No. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. I, because, because someone like me, I could see right through it. And Cap would see right through it. You want to buy and that jersey? You're now offering. You're you're now offering. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. What would you be mad at if I buy it? Because <laughs> I'm no. Cop. That's your pro- no. That's, that's your prerogative. Me. I don't Listen, judge nobody. I, rock out. I'm just not doing it. From a business standpoint, if I'm the NFL, if I'm one of the NFL owners, I'm not bringing Cap back. Here, from a business standpoint, it doesn't make sense. It, 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 he, he's not generating enough money to bring him to put him on that field. I'm going to lose more money. And let, talk about Drew Brees, mi, 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 the most accurate, one of the most accurate passes in NFL history, missing the point. You, you don't think that Kaepernick Yo, is going to generate money if he comes back no. to the NFL? Well, they're going to view he, him as a risk. I, hate, I, like, I, don't, I'm not, I, I don't, like for me, we have something about it from a business standpoint. Yeah. Look at the demographic who are fans of the NFL. They are not, the NFL fans predominantly are not, you know, massive black community and supporters. We saw that with just the that, overall viewpoint of how they thought that Colin Kaepernick was disrespecting the flag. So these, these owners are going to look at him as a risk. Now, when it comes to business, you have to, you have to weigh risks and rewards. Yes, there are rewards with him. But from a business standpoint, for some of those owners, are the rewards superseding the risks? And I think a good amount of them are going to view it as a risk, as a bigger risk than reward. And and I hate to say that, but that's just how it is for business. It's it's the truth. Yeah, yeah, but... I'm rolling with E. I'm rolling. Okay, but now that they've admitted that they were wrong, what's the risk? He comes back, does the the same thing? The risk now is, is if they bring him back... And you give that man power in a world like this? You think they? You think that's gonna happen? What's the risk? And I'm not though? even talking race. I'm not even talking race or anything. I'm just talking about Colin. Like, let's say we look at him as is like a rainbow of of, of a, a whole mix of colors because he represents a whole mix of everything that we're fighting for. Do you really think in this climate that they're going to give him the person that technically started this whole thing 
and was that right. Power back. I believe he was so. right. Hell yeah, he was right. He, of course, he was no, right. No, no, no. But now hey. the NFL sees that. Hold on, let me, Wilson. Let me ask you this: You hypothetically, you're in a relationship with a young lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she kept, she kept, he said hypothetically, you're in a relationship. <laughs> Go on. She she said, she like no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did hit me with a hypothetical. We know that you would never be in a relationship. You don't you're yeah, not yeah. relationship yeah, yeah, material. Yeah, like I'm just a dog. Yo, real quick, yo, real quick, yo, but yo, hold on before you go on, Nas. Yo, yo, I just now realized that my friends have been hitting me with some 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 side jabs <laughs> and, and they've been hitting me like really hard like you know you know that your life is like partly in shambles or at least people view it as when people start telling you what they want for your life <laughs> like oh man y'all want you to meet a meet a girl man just you know what i'm saying like like i'm like yo i'm good with who i am. <laughs> hold on let me get this point i gotta be man. bringing a girlfriend to the barbecues man i'm i show well, up back. well let not let Nas tell it. You're not worthy. You're not worthy. So no, don't matter. Man, You're not go worthy. on, Nas. That's not what I'm saying at all. Go on, Nas. <laughs> <But> Theoretically. <laughs> and, Metaf- and metaphorically. And metaphorically. In this hypothetical, right? Mm-hmm. You get caught. You get caught uh, with infidelity, right? You get mm-hmm. caught cheating. Okay. She, she, yeah. And she's telling you, like, yo, I know you're doing it. I know you're doing it. I said it's on your phone. The evidence is on your phone. Mm-hmm. She catches you. You guys break up. Okay. Four four years later, you're gonna re- is the trust gonna be back to where it was in the first relationship? If you try to rekindle that relationship, well, what what well, well, what would happen four years later is she would come back to me and be like, she'd be like, you know what? I had monogamy all wrong. <laughs> I had monogamy all wrong, and I believe that maybe we could work on an open relationship where your side is open and mine is closed. And that, that would be the equivalent. And then I'm right back in that know. relationship. I don't know why he's on the show. He's That's crazy. the equivalent. That's the equivalent. What is wrong with you? What is the NFL, wrong? With the you? NFL said they were wrong. And Yo, if I, I could put, the trust is there, I gotta be right. The trust isn't there. You're not gonna give the, up the phone. Exactly, man. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. She saw the error of her way. She was like, I shouldn't have been going through your phone. No. And monogamy is a sham. So I'm like. So what we should work on? No, this. no, no, no. That's never happening. That scenario that you painted—that's never happening, kid. Ever. Especially, especially, especially not with the NFL. Especially not with them. I don't know. Too, we'll too much. Too much has been done. If if I'm right, too much I, has been done. If I'm right, push-ups on demand. Okay. That's all. That's okay. All. Are you actually gonna Are you actually gonna pay up again? Or I, I, yes. Oh, oh, oh. Well, okay. well, okay. well. What's the deadline? Cap- when, when does he have to be signed by? He said by next year. My but that's year, that's okay. tentative. That's tentative again. If if unless the NFL is up and running, we don't know where we're going to be at. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the following season, the next season, okay. the next full season. Yeah. So when fans are allowed to be in the stadiums, is that what you're saying? Yeah, because that's yeah. also part. That's that's important. No, but that's no, but that's an important that's an important thing to add because that is yeah. uh, additional revenue that's going to be added into mm-hmm. the league itself. When the league is yeah. back to profiting at the level that it was before, or whatever level is considered the norm now that's when i'm more curious about people's decisions like when we're all economically impacted and you know financially like certain um leagues and organizations aren't profiting in terms of in in uh real life irl experiences that traditional sports you know that's one of their major money makers that's when i want to see what their actions are not when like they ain't having no fans in the stadium they're just having the players play like no i gotta wait till everything's fully back up and running Exactly. Word. I would say the start of a. Movie. All right. So, so, so once, so, so, just so we're clear, right? We're we're timestamping this. You're saying that once, the once the 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 NFL is up and running, fully staffed, and and stadium is packed. What brand what's new the, What's the brand new season? Mm-hmm. What what's the over under you're given? Do you say that they're starting the season with with a big announcement saying Cap is coming back? Is that what you're saying? Or, well, well, or are you well, saying a, a mid season finale <laughs> special guest? Well, 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 the next time we, we have to wait for there to be an opportunity for a quarterback to get put on a team. There, there has to be an opportunity, which there usually is. There there should be one. There, there's got to be an there opportunity. Is, that that where, takes where, a where, lot of time, though. Where, where there's like, oh, there's a team. It, it happens every season. So w- once like Caps in like the 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 his name is in the hat, 
if he doesn't if he doesn't get picked or whatever, you guys win. Okay. okay. All right, that's fine. You know, <laughs> is Drew Brees retired? Drew Brees. That's gonna, that's, that's one job that's about to open up. Yo, talk about a Facts. talk about a fumble. <laughs> how, you, how long did you have that one? I'm, I'm here. I'm here all week, folks. I'm here all week, folks. Um. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. We got to get into some gaming shit. Do we want to talk about PlayStation? Um, if we're gonna talk about there. gaming, if we're gonna talk about gaming, can we shout out Apex Legends? Apex Why are we Legends, shouting out Apex? They they had a uh, a little thing for Black Lives Matter. Yeah, once, so once they you turn on the game, they give, you, they give you like a little yeah. shout out. Yeah, let's I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Let's normally, I don't them. look. Normally, I don't personally look for corporations do stuff like that. I felt warm inside when I read it. I'm not gonna lie. I, yeah, I, a I did too. Same, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Same thing for Call of Duty. I opened up. I think it was like last week. I, I posted it. Uh, I opened up the game and I was like, and it, it had that message. I was like, oh wow, okay. I was, was like, nice. all right. I, I, yeah, that was nice. I appreciate that, <laughs> that even though. Nice. Yeah, it was. It was nice. Uh, this is um, sad. They need to do more though. Yeah. Like yeah. I ain't gonna lie, they they post that stuff, but they still haven't put appropriate reporting, me- better reporting mechanisms for racist people and for yeah. people with racist names though. So as much as you put the you Black Lives Matter thing, right I support that, but y'all need to do better and do more. Like I'm, especially yeah. in the gaming world. I'm sorry, we gotta hold these people higher, like more accountable. Like yeah. these toxic racist online experience have been mm-hmm. a part of the industry since online capabilities were implemented. It needs to be better. Yeah. Sorry. Like, yeah, yeah I I, I, it's, it's like, I, I'll, I'll take the steps, right? I, I'm very happy with the steps, but I'm not, this is not something where, you know, in first grade you have the thing and it's like, oh, let me put a star up here for all y'all. Like, no, mm-hmm. like you guys need to do more and I want to pressure them to do more. So I appreciate yeah. the step, but. I'm not going to give you 100% hugs and, and clapping my hands, you know, when more needs to be done. I'm pressuring. Yeah. I'm, put, I'm putting the pressure yeah. on them. I'm definitely, I'm definitely applying, applying pressure, too, um, just because as, as thoughtful as I thought it was, again, it's just a step. But it did make me feel warm and fuzzy inside, I will say. I wasn't expecting <laughs> it. And, and it. And it was like one of those things where it was like it was that and then Apex. It happened within a two-day span. I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, all right, this is kind of dope. Um, I just want, I want them to police more of the, the, the verbal assaults that happen on there. Like, that's my only thing. Like, even playing with my nephew who's young, and he and he can fly off the handle. I still don't want him getting on the game and being called the N-word, and, and, and you know what I'm saying? And just all different types of crazy stuff that happens on the game. And I think that it, the moment they start to pay attention to that, even that community may grow or it may, people may want to take to it more. Most people I know that play Call of Duty, um, they don't even want to be in the chat. I'm one of them just because of the fact that you never just know what you're going to get hit with, whether it's someone calling you the the F word, whether someone calling you the N word, whether someone calling you just any other racial slur that's out there. So I just think um, they need to pay a a little bit more attention to it. But um, PlayStation 5, again, announced that uh, they were going to hold up their, um, obviously they're one of the biggest releases, right? For, uh, specifically because of the BLM movement. So um, what did you guys think about that? For me, I thought that that was like very, very admirable. It, it's one of the, it's, it's what, it, it's their Super Bowl, right? Like they've been prepping for this machine for God knows how long and for them to hold it up, I, I thought it spoke volumes. On oh, the new system, they're holding up the new system from coming out? The not holding it up but 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 announcing it oh okay 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 All yeah right. I listen it's it, it's if whoever is controlling their their promotions and branding they did it right like, like hold off because the world's not paying attention they're not going to pay attention to us right now just yeah. hold off and let, fall back and let kind of let's let this ride out you want to impress mm-hmm. me make racial crimes a federal felony that's mm-hmm. what Make across the board because Georgia doesn't have hate crimes on the books. Even though those dudes said uh, called them the effing N word when when they shot him when they shot uh, uh, yeah. Ahmad Aubrey, there's no that's not a racial crime. Yeah. So yeah. make it a federal felony, a class A federal felony. Any any racial assault, murder, manslaughter, anything on on that level that you want that you want to impress me. I mean, but yeah. shout out to PlayStation for, yeah. for, for not dropping the ball. 
I, I definitely like the move, but sorry, I'm not. I got to go back to what I was saying before. There also have been moments in gaming where black media and black reporters did not get the same access as other media entities. So I'm happy they did that. That's a step, but they also need to improve in terms of that. You know, I have various friends that did also mention, you know, that there were certain information and certain opportunities that they themselves as black media did not get when it came to Sony or PlayStation that other platforms did. So mm-hmm. like I said, once again, it's a step, but y'all need to still do better. Uh, but Nas, I actually wanted to bring up this information because it, it aligns with what you said in terms of enacting bills and change. So it, I just saw on social media today, literally when we were doing this podcast, Governor Cuomo asked state lawmakers to adopt Amy Cooper 9-11 false ac- accusation bill. Yeah. Uh, New York mm-hmm. Governor uh, Andrew Cuomo and they, it is, this is the words of complex. They said, wants to keep the Karens of the world at bay. Uh, <laughs> Cuomo, <laughs> Cuomo wants, yo, if you, I, I feel, yo, I can't lie. I feel so bad for you. If you're black and your For name is Karen, Karen I feel yeah, so bad for Karen, you. Y'all, you may need to change your name after this. So yeah, Cuomo man. wants state lawmakers to authorize a bill that would make it a hate crime to call 9-11 and cite a false accusation due to race, gender, or religion. The New York Post reports. This isn't the first time this legislation has been introduced. Assemblyman Felix Ortiz, a Democrat from Brooklyn, initially proposed the bill in 2018. It was revisited after a white woman, Amy Cooper, called the police on a black man, Christian Cooper, after he asked her to leash her dog, as we all know from that moment. We've seen 9-11 calls, which are race-based false calls. A false 9-11 call based on race should be classified as a hate crime in the state of New York, Cuomo said on Friday. Cuomo will also be introducing other law enforcement reform policies next Monday, uh, which obviously when this podcast uh, drops, it'll be yesterday. And when the legislator returns to session, violating the hate crime statute uh, statute can lead to one to five years in prison. Quote, if the motivation for reporting such crime is motivated by a perception or belief about their race, color, national origin, ancestry, gender, religion, religious practice, age, disability, or sexual, sexual orientation. I'm with it. I'm so with it. You know, you guys yeah. really don't understand how much yeah. I love that bill. I yeah. want that. I want that yeah. to pass so bad. Should, so yeah. bad. <laughs> Yo, wasn't it already illegal to call nine one one for no reason? That's what I was always told yeah. as a kid. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't play around. Call nine one one. They will show up, and you it's, will get in trouble. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I think I, I think that file that's that's something like filing a, a fake police report or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, somewhere along those lines. It's not, you don't have a real stiff penalty, but it's yeah. not, don't it's, do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't play around with the 911 system because cops will show up. Yeah, also Cuomo... Especially, especially at this point. Also, yeah. they said that Cuomo shows supports for other measures as well, which reforming the controversial 50-A section of the civil rights law, allowing for transparency of prior disciplinary records of law enforcement officers banning chokehold usage by law enforcement, naming the attorney general independent prosecutor for cases concerning deaths of unarmed civilians caused by law enforcement. That's also another thing as well. Good. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Nice. It's not, you're, not, you're not out there in the streets practicing your MMA, all right? Just uh, relax. <laughs> yeah, we're... With all that is going on, right. yeah, I'm happy that th- I'm happy that this this is something that's going to happen because also part of the change is going to have to be legislation change as well. There are various different mm-hmm. legislation <clears throat> that have been uh, created that has too much wiggle room, uh, and there needs to be more dis- distinct, defined um, violations and and, and uh, uh, I w- well, I wouldn't say violations, but but penalties. penalties? Penalties, thank you. Uh, penalties for certain actions and things that are done by those who are, like I said, making the call, 911 calls or the policemen that are doing um, you know, inappropriate measures in terms of handling situations. But then it also kind of goes back to our last episode where it's like, okay, so where do we then go in terms of the uh, better training and hiring practices that go with police officers? Because as long as you hire you know, punks in suits, you're going to continuously have punks in uniform still so we also got to fight fair how they can implement legislation for that to improve that as well yeah we got to yeah. hold these senators and representatives accountable man definitely uh, you got to hold them accountable you know, cops mm-hmm. see so, you know, there, there are bad cops out there but the majority of, you know i know i'm popular opinion right now the majority of them are good 
However, it's 50 50 man it's 50 50 yeah. i know some really I, I know some really good cops man honestly i know some really oh, good cops 100%. that i that i care that i care about right now that are even out there in riots so no it's it's not about every cop being bad it's not about um you know this whole police force is is is, is constructed to, to kill black people and minorities it's about no there are some really fucked up cops out there and they need to be off the streets yeah they should have yeah. never got, yeah. been Punks given bad uniforms yeah, but, that's it. That's uh, what it's about. I was gonna say, cop, cops are law enforcement. You know, they don't make the laws, so we got to hold our representatives and local politicians mm-hmm. accountable. You know, we mm-hmm. got to put their foot, their feet to the fire. Also, agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's got to get a better well, interpretation. I, yeah, I mean, I guess to the fans and viewership, let us know what you guys think about all this. What do you What do you think about? <laughs> What do you think about the NFL taking their stance and or Republic Records changing the genre and converting it into something else? We don't know yet, but hopefully we will. Let us know in the comments. Um, as always, be sure to subscribe, guys. Hit the noti notification button to be notified for our latest to the greatest episodes. Be sure to subscribe to Grassroots Podcast as well as uh, to make sure that you come join our Discord. Uh, we need to. We really need to share that out more. Uh, we'll we'll post that. Um, share the Discord and, and you'll see that. And then. As always, be safe, be well. Um, I'm one of the hosts, Brandon, Killer B.H. Hall. Aaron Ashley Simon. I'm regular Nas, and uh, to hell with Drew Brees and Laura Ingram. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Wilson. (laughs) All right, and we out. Peace.
grassroots.